Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Welcome to our morning broadcast with our special guest, Uchenna Wanunu. Ladies and gentlemen, can we get like a clapping? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Smoke, ma- smoke, smoke machines are getting ready. Yeah. The, uh, the automatic clappers are getting yeah. ready. Woo! Where's our live studio audience? When do we need one? It's on the way. <laughs> they're, they're riding Camelback right now. That's it. That's it. Shout out to the one studio audience we have is my wife, my best friend, my uh, ride or die, Sarah. I love you. She okay. found a good thing. Amen. Let us know where you're watching from. Like and share this broadcast. Um, we have my friend all the way from Texas. We actually, t- we were together when we did the first outreach in January. Uh, so we're going to be talking about obedience. So y'all know somebody that's maybe living in disobedience or maybe just need a refresher about obedience. So go ahead and, and tag them. I promise I won't, I won't let them know you ratted them out or anything. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Seeing people jump. Terror. (laughs) 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 That's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, you know. I wasn't getting service, uh, uh, Taylor. You know, I got got that really bad, you know, phone service network. He's got that T-Mobile joint. That Boost Mobile. Not that bad. (laughs) 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 So tell, tell everybody watching. Guys, this is a great man of God, a good friend of mine. And uh, he's involved in a lot of ministry. He's winning souls. He's hitting the streets. He was just at a huge outreach in Texas, and he's always around. Anytime when something's going down, Uchenna's around. That should be like your slogan. When anything's man, going down, I, Uchenna yes, yes, is around. There That's it like is. a Holy Ghost thing. That is a Holy Ghost thing, man. man. That's I'm, powerful. I'm sealing that one in. Hon, I'm write that, that one down. In. When things are going down, Uchenna is around. is around. Yes. That's like a cover album right there, like a song. We could probably rap to that. I'm down to. Yeah. I got some I, I got some lyrics. I'm lyrically inclined. The repertoire of my vernacular is able to space out. That's powerful. Go ahead, spit it. Let's get a All live right. beat. Live beat, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, go ahead, tag a friend, invite somebody, pull up a cup of coffee, do something. Listen, we're having these powerful Holy Ghost meetings in Rockford, Illinois. If you're anywhere in the United States, come and get blessed. Um, as for now, tell everyone about yourself. Tell everyone um, about your ministry. Um, just you know, absolutely. Take, take a minutes. Yeah. Introduce so, yourself. Take a couple of minutes. Uh, as as you can probably tell, uh, my name means I'm not American, but I actually am. So uh, I'm actually African American. So I'm one of the people when you call African American, you're not being politically correct because I, I I actually am a citizen of an African country. Wow. And I'm also a citizen of an American country. I never knew that. Yeah. So I'm actually African-American. You know, you learn something new every day. Yeah. So if I ever need to change my identity, that's good. I got ways to do it. Wow. Yeah. Can I do that? Hunk, can I do that? We can get it set up. All right. So. Yeah. So fam- family from being from Nigeria, man, I, you know, I, I have that, 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 as that, that old song says, uh, give me a gumption in my, uh, uh, give me an unction in my gumption that I may oh, wow. function, function, function. Wow. So, Perfect. so. I got a little bit of it in the veins, but but really, my heart has been just really about holiness. Yeah, um, that's really kind of how my ministry got birthed out, starting with um, crusade evangelism, traveling since 2015, 
um, with Festival of Life, soul winning with, with you know, down in Tampa, yeah. uh, you know, doing tent, doing tent, tent, tent crusades, uh, and working in business the whole time, you know? Your scarf. Ah, there we go. Yeah, you know, working in business the whole time, uh, you know, you, it's kind of like when Smith Wigglesworth uh, was a plumber, and eventually the ministry uh, became too, you know, more of a burden, not, not a bad burden, of course, because yeah, yeah. Jesus' yoke is easy and his burden is light. So for people who say, like, I need a sabbatical, I, I, don't, I don't get it. You need, to, you need to get born again. The times of refreshing come in the spirit and the presence of the Lord. Um, but just continue to, God continued to shape and refocus my, my business vision because I couldn't do a nine to five yeah. and keep getting out there and doing stuff very limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, you're very confined. And for some people, the nine to five works. Yeah. Um, there are some people who are really geared towards being there, but it just was not me. And so God began to give me ideas on how to uh, create capital so that eventually I could start working with human capital. And kind of like on Monday, I was talking, uh, you know, when Evangelist Ted just had me share a little bit about yeah, what we've been powerful, doing. Uh, we just finished up with uh, not, uh, just bringing Texas ablaze. Evangelist Michaela Okoye and his wife came from, uh, from Hawaii to yeah. Texas. Uh, the weather tried to be as close to Hawaii as possible. <laughs> I tried to do what not I could. I went down there. <laughs> Yeah, that was, was a, that was an interesting cold January. It's typically not that cold the first yeah. few weeks. It'll get colder later around my birthday time. But, uh, I mean, we were just out there in the tent cities. We were in the hood. Yeah. Uh, which I is saw funny. the photos. They were phenomenal. You know what was funny about the hood? Yeah. It's so, it, it became so much of the hood, Instagram called it the hood. Wow. Yeah, I put that on. I, I, I tagged our location, South yeah. Dallas. Yeah. I did not put the hood in quotations to be funny. Instagram called, Instagram it, the called it the hood. Isn't that wild? But, you know, that's, that's one of the things that... that that being anointed by the Spirit of the Lord God is, uh, you know, apportioned us to do first. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Uh, but it doesn't just have to be poor, obviously. Yeah. It, it's, it's the humble, the lowly, the meek, the teachable, those who receive it, those who will, will come to a recognition that they are in need of a Savior. Um, and so the, that, that's, that's the majority of stuff we just we just finished doing. Yeah. We got a couple comments. Uh, Taylor writes, Instagram is racist. And then... Brandon Glambos writes a question, uh, which if you want, we can answer it right now. Um, what advice would you give to someone that is called into ministry and business? What advice would I give? The first advice I would give is find one of them and push it, and, and push it away. I was going to say the same thing. You know, find, find, focus on one, build that one, and then after that's built... And try to work well, not necessarily wait till it's built, though, yeah. uh, because that'll reveal to you uh, the capacity you have to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, when, when you think about, as it says in Jeremiah, you know, he uses the word cisterns, yeah. which cistern, you, know, you can't take broken cisterns and pour that living water into sure. it. You have to be built up. But the same way that you know, this, this, this you know, 1.05 pint you know, quantity Fiji water would overflow this cup is the same way that business and ministry people get burnt out because they don't have the capacity for that yet. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I spent, I spent about two years in the nine to five corporate, uh, cor corporate world utilizing yeah. my paid time off uh, for ministry yeah, for sure. because I would not have had the capacity to do both. Yeah. And then eventually what I ended up getting to do was stepping out into the, to, to the, to the self-employed game. Yeah. A lot of people call it becoming a business owner. So at what point, at what point in your walk where you said to yourself, 
you know, you did that for two years, right? So then at what point did the Lord speak to you and say, hey, this is what I want you to do? That was um, towards the end of 2016. Okay. So I had already traveled for the first festival of life in yeah. uh, Nice Town. Yeah. Um, and then... Was that nice? It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was. Yeah. Uh, as ironic as it was, I had, no, I, you know, I had just been hit with the fire of God in, yeah. in uh, Vantage Jonathan's meeting when he came to um, Arlington, Texas. Yeah. And nice I, Town was in New Jersey, right? No, Nice Town is Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. I think I was there for that one, too. Was I? That's the first, that, was the, that was 2015. Um, I don't... Uh, if you were... I, I got to look at my answer. Yeah. I, I think you were for sure there at Kensington. Yeah. Because we did, because cause we did Philadelphia twice. There's yeah, two parts of it. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, and so uh, I just went out to that first one because the Holy Ghost said, "Go to a crusade." I didn't even know what a crusade was. Yeah, right. And so as I did that, the second year came around. Um, I went to Kensington, and then I went to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And someone actually had prophesied and was like, "Well, you know, I was working with Robbie Lopez, um, being oh, one of the MCs, and, and yeah, he was a he was a great leader in that, yeah, and I learned yeah. a lot." Yeah. And so I was like, man, what are we going to do about when you go to Barbados? And I'm sitting there like, dude, I can't take, I mean, Barbados would be like a three, four week thing. That'd be all my paid time off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I actually went into fasting and prayer about it yeah. because that would have been a heart's <clears throat> desire. Yeah. And I, um, so that was, so we finished that in September of 2016. And I asked the Lord, you know, can I do this? Because from the beginning, you know, you'll hear people say, you know, you know, you can't do both. You can't do ministry. You can't do business. That's not true. You can do whatever God can give you the ability to do. Jeremiah 32, 27, when it hit me, if it was the only verse in the Bible, it's enough for me to get saved. Jeremiah 32, 27 is my favorite verse because it says, Behold, I, the Lord, uh, uh, I'm the Lord your God, the God of all flesh. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing too hard for me. That's powerful. And it literally asks, is there anything too hard for me? Like, who, are you are you're going to ask God, yeah. is there something too hard for you? Yeah. And so because of that, you know, when people would say you can't do both, uh, I, it just never bared witness with my spirit. For some people, it will. So what advice would I give to someone called into ministry and business? Well, as that didn't bear witness with my spirit that I couldn't do both, I prayed and fasted and asked God, am I going to do ministry or am I going to do business? Yeah. Because going into 2017, I was going to be um, on staff traveling with Festival of Life, yeah. which would require me to just be able to work on the road. And he rebuked me for asking. Wow. Because he, he, he straight up said, I have already given it to you. So he, had, he increased my capacity. But I started off with the ability to uh, work, from, work from communication, figured out something that I was good at. You know, business is, business is really solution providing. That's, that's really, that's really all that it is. is. Solution providing. You're, you're one of two things, a product or a service. That you can do both, but... You're one of two things, and it, it, that's all it is. You're providing a solution. Yeah. You know, someone who makes a phone provides a solution for us to use the phone. Oh. They don't need to start a table business. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah. so, so I was, uh, I, because I was already working in the mortgage industry, I decided to use that as my stepping stone, my catapult to just get out there, eat what you kill. Yeah. And then the Lord began to give me other, uh, other ideas and opportunities to turn sales into distribution. That's good. Because... You know, in the, in, in, in the, the business realm, you know, people will start a business or yeah. they'll say they did, but it's really, they're really self-employed. That's true. Uh, the difference between self-employed and a business is if you, if you leave and you stop working, it's not a business. You're, you're just you're your just own boss. Yeah. Yeah. 
You and need a salary if ex- considered a business. Exactly. I totally agree with that. And so, I don't know why this one is. of the biggest things that's, that 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 stands out for people who want to who know that they're called to business and ministry is when you push one away, God will bring it in um, abundantly. And so for me, I I focused on business and pushed ministry away. Yeah. Because everyone was prophesying stuff, and I was like, "Well, Lord, you're gonna have to show me that, Lord." You're gonna have to. But I yeah. didn't stop doing it. I still made myself available for for as many ministries as I could, outreaches as I could, yeah. soul winning, yeah. showing the Lord, you know, if 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 this is all that I have, that's fine. But yeah. increase my capacity. And be and the biggest thing you have to get is you have to get the vitriol for for people telling you about your time. And I got I I I got such an uh, um, uh, a disdain for watching, um, you know, multi-billionaires running, you know, corporations cheat on their wife, mm. have, you know, multi-jets, yeah. be able to put up a woman in that, that's not their wife, yeah, that's, yeah. that's 20 years younger than them, and, and, and a condo in New York that costs more than what, you know, an entire family makes in a year, yeah, that's good. Uh, in, in one month, and thought to myself, well, if this guy can be a billionaire of one of the top, you know, distribution shipping companies, um, and actively be cheating on his wife, um, being on red carpets and traveling, you know, X, Y, Z back and forth. And then there's another billionaire who can, who can go and, you know, li- literally evangelize for the devil, you know, with euthanasia, uh, euthanasia and take out other countries and kill kids and cripple them. Then, then, who, then, then how can I not, you know, be able to do business and evangelize the work of the Lord? And so that's one of the main things that I would give as an advice is you have to get you have to get a distaste for people telling you you can't do it because people can do it. It's a matter of time. And then push one away and let the Lord add consistently the open doors, because that'll show you that one, your, your God is increasing your capacity. And as he increases your capacity, be faithful with what he continues to give you. Don't become arrogant. Um, and don't and don't think that you're you're bearing a big cross either. You know, don't start thinking you don't oh, get I what can't. I'm going through. I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. You, you know, and, and as and as you show the Lord that he continues to use that and yeah. increase it. That's powerful. Some would say you are obedient. Absolutely. So with that being said, I want to I want to open it up. Uh, first of all, if you're watching, if you have more questions, please drop us a drop us a question and, and everything. Uh, because really what Brandon is showing you that, you know, he was obedient, you know, and I can speak for myself. Once you give your life to the Lord, once you turn, make a, a U-turn, repent of your sins and, and make Jesus the Lord of your life, and you start developing an ear to hear the Lord, the Lord will begin to give you directions, specific directions uh, on your life and know which way you should turn, which way you go. You know, prior to, to, to ministry, myself, you know, I was telling Brandon before we went live, you know, I, I had a successful business. I was doing very good, but there was something missing. There was like I wasn't fulfilling the call of God on my life. That I knew what I should have been doing it was 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 reaching the lost, and something was there was a gap. There was something there was a void in my life, and it wasn't wasn't until I got touched by the power of God, I got filled with the Holy Ghost, where the Lord, you know. Like I, I repented because I was living I was living inappropriately. And after my repentance, I got hungry. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And the Lord began to show me, hey, I'm calling you for ministry. I'm calling you to do the works of the ministry, to, to, to be that vessel that I could pour into, that I could use. And, and that's where you see myself went to, 
you know, went into school, went to ministry, and, uh, you know, and, and now where I am today is, is what happens. I'm trying to think of the, the, a good word to use, but even for yourself, where you are today is decisions that you made mm-hmm. from obedience by the Lord. You know, if, if you never, right, would you say if you never left your nine to five realm, would you be doing what you're doing now? Absolutely not. Yeah. And I'd be dissatisfied. Was there at one point when you were doing that nine to five, was it, was it, was it like a flesh check where it kind of like, all right, maybe I'm not making as much. Was there like so-called like a sacrifice where you had to say, all right, maybe I won't be comfortable living, but I know what God's called me to do. And I feel the peace. Was there any, uh, any time where, where that happened? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Talk about that for a second. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's people watching right now. And a lot of the stuff we do in ministry, and I, if I could speak for you, a lot of stuff you do, it's, it's actually walking out your faith. You know, the Bible talks about how faith pleases God. You know, I would never even be here if I didn't take a step of faith to get to where God's going. Because it uses faith. You know, your faith will produce, right? And so talk about, talk about that for a moment. Yeah, so when I when I when I left the when I left that realm of a of a of a guaranteed corporate America salary, um, it, it I had all the I had all the scriptures lined up. I mean, you you couldn't you couldn't confess success and prosperity yeah. more personalized yeah. than I than I did. You know, and I was I was like stepping out. And I was like, Lord, I've been giving and I've been soul winning. Yeah. So I'm expecting, you know, the millions to come in yeah, this yeah. year. man. <laughs> and um, being completely transparent, because, you know, where I am today is 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 pretty well off now. Um, I made like I mean, I had stuff I had stuff sewn into my life. Things sure. supernatural. And the year was still supernatural. Yeah. But um, I gave probably three times more. Yeah. No, no, no. I gave it probably about. Um, one and a half times more that first year, um, or the year uh, the year prior, than the year that I actually stepped out into into my own sales business. Wow. Yeah, I made a, you know, you, you go from from making plenty to, yeah. to probably reporting on your taxes that like your tax your based off of your based off of your your self employed your yeah. taxes says you make like you made less than ten thousand. Wow. And you're yeah. sitting there looking like, how is that possible? How is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> you know like. You know, like I, I didn't necessarily feel the um, the absence of finances immediately. Yeah. But in retrospect, there were months where I had a lot of um, uncertainty about if I had stepped out and um, too early, because I'm like, man, you know, well, that's good. people are having testimonies. You know, I'm hearing people who who just got born again, and I mean. You know, they're, they they quit their bartender job because they because you know they felt the check in their spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they they decided to um, do insurance sales yeah. and made like forty k in the first month on insurance sales, like that's life wild. insurance. And you're sitting there like, all right, Lord, where's where's my testimony? Yeah, you know, where's yeah, yeah. my testimony? Like I'm in a realm where, you know, the heathen like, you know, yeah. obviously are making seven eight figures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in cigar lounges, you know, laughing at the church, lending to churches and laughing at us. Yeah. You know, I'm in the business where they laugh at us yeah. for, for coming to them, you know. And I was like, wow, um, you, know, you know, that's interesting. If I could interrupt real quick, what you just said is probably what most Christians, whether they want to admit what, what they do or not, is so often believers, you know, 
look at other people and try to compare themselves with other people. Sometimes people do it without even realizing that they're doing it. You know, that's why it's important that for us, we just, you have to, you have to stay in your lane. You know, it's almost like you have to like, all right, praise God. I remember learning this from, from the river, right, um, from Pastor Shannon. You know, anytime somebody got blessed and they, you hear testimony, he would always say, praise God, batter up, I'm next. Mm-hmm. You know, continue that what you said. Yeah, so that, that was one of the, and like I said, same, same thing. That's what kept me going strong and forward was I learned that same thing from the river, um, from really, uh, initially from Pastor John Hawkins. Yeah, I love You know, I, I remember hearing the story about how there was a prophecy that went out to another man of God. Um, I think it was at a minister's conference, and he just kind of sat there and received it. And Pastor John jumped up and did a 360, and the man of God said, you know what? That blessing just went to him. And Pastor John received it. Wow. But it's because he was rejoicing yeah. for that person. That's right. And that's something that I always had, you know, like, um, you know, going, going to church, where there's financial testimonies popping up left and right, you know, and I just always remembered, rejoice with that's others, right. and eventually, you know, y- yours will come in. But not like, not one of those far off distant eventually he's like yeah. no like I Recent. made this Soon. now yeah, now. yeah. manifest and so Jesus. it helped keep me in that lane yeah. um in the fact where it was like well you know I'm not seeing what I'm what I, what I want to be seeing yeah. but I never lacked yeah um I was I was supplied yeah I never struggled I didn't feel a yeah. financial pressure yeah um and I kept my eyes on the prize I kept my eyes on the yeah. vision that whole year and on top of that I mean that my heart's desire was to travel and with Festival of Life anyway. For sure. So, I mean, you know, I was in the presence of the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. there was, I was full of joy. Yeah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's right. I mean, I, you know, I was, able to, I was able to call things in. Yeah. And like I said, it, was, it wasn't until the end of the year I was like, wow. You know, I, 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 you know, I like, I, I, you're going to tell me I made that much and I didn't feel it? But the funny thing is, um, that first, that, that first um, you know, launching a, launching a mortgage business, for me, failed <laughs> actually wow. that whole. So like, I actually failed that whole year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had things. I, I had, you know, I, I'm not an advocate for uh, finger pointing, but I did have situations where I did lose the. I lost deals. I lost major accounts. Wow. Um, in relationships, be not because it wasn't my fault. Yeah. yeah. But you know, what good is it going to do to point the finger at someone else? I just was always like, well, you know, I should just be better then. You know, I I, I should I should step up more. I should be able to u- utilize what I just lost to n- so that I don't worry about finger pointing because that's what will happen is you'll step out, you'll make less, you, it'll be uncertain, and you're looking for too many different people to, to, to blame for the reason. For sure. You know, I didn't learn this as a kid. I started off too bad. You started you know, I excuse making. Yeah. And, and that's, that, that comes with then fear tries to creep in. Yep. And that's where I feel so many people get taken out. You know, you actually start, instead of confessing the word, you start confessing doubt, disbelief, and fear, and you completely lose. I feel like there's somebody watching right now that you're saying everything that we're talking about, that's for you. You know, and I, I'm, we're here to encourage you right now, wherever you are in life, wherever you are in your walk with Christ. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe you said, you know what? Why do I feel like it was I was making more serving the world? Because that's what I used to feel. I mean, I was doing really, really well, and then. You know, you, you, give, you start giving your life to the Lord. You start serving God. And then all of a sudden, like, you don't get, like, why am I struggling? Why am I, you know, I believe it's Dr. Mike Murdoch. Um, he says, you know, the attack on your life is proof. I got to find it. It's almost proof that what God's called you to do is so much more empower, 
because so, like there's a there's an attack on your finances. So the enemy's going to use the realm of finances to pull you out. Mm -hmm. There's an attack on it. You know. So if you're watching right now, and I just feel this in my spirit right now, I'm telling you, don't give up. Keep being obedient. Keep standing on the word. Keep keep sowing obedience. You know. Keep staying where you are and being faithful where you are, and then you'll see God lift you up. Lifts you up, and I feel a lot of it. Tell me if I'm right or wrong, or whatever you, whatever you feel. A lot of it could be also a test. You know, sometimes it's scriptural to be, be tested, yeah. but it's unscriptural to be defeated. Yeah, and I, I so I wish, and, I, and the funny thing is, I, I read through Exodus every. Obviously, you yeah. know, the people do the Bible and reading uh, Bible in a year, but um, I would also do studies led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and I would study Exodus a lot because people would always say, and when I say people, I'm talking about us, family of God. You know. Maybe you've said it, maybe you've heard other people say it, but like, we'll say, you know, I can't believe that the Israelites would do that in the wilderness. They saw God open the Red Sea at X, Y, Z. And yet, it's no different when, when God saved you and then you're worried about if, if he's going to meet the, the need at the end yeah. of the month. Do I have to, man, do I have enough to tithe this month? Um, how is that, in, that that's, that's no different than the Israelites actually saying, did he bring us out here to die? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. You know, and I would read Exodus and the Holy Spirit would tell me, my people still do that today. Wow. They may not turn, they may not turn physically to the golden calf, yeah. but what it is, it started off with the murmuring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murmuring led to the idolatry. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, when it came down to um, that whole essence of, you know, why do I feel like I was making more in the world? Yeah. Um, you know, Brandon uh, Galambos brought it up. You know, it's it's my thoughts on financial stewardship. That's good. Yeah. Because the Holy Ghost, uh, he 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 gets you. Like it's like it's like my pastor, Pastor Gene Lingerfeld. You know, talk, talks about how he was taught from uh, Lester Sumrall. You know, I love that Lester Sumrall was in your intro. Yeah. He said he he taught my pastor very early. Um, you know, if you can get the people's money, you can get their heart. And a man who's not right with their money ain't right. That's good. And that's what it is. It's like when we're in the world, we're we're living for the now. Yeah. You know, we, we may see, you know, the six figures in the checking account. Yeah. But we're still living for the now. That's right. And then when people get saved, you know, we see four figures, five figures in the bank account, three figures. But we're supposed to be living for the future yeah. and the now. As, in a, in a, as like my pastor says, the duality of existence. And it's, it's all on financial stewardship because the Holy Spirit won't let you just keep a bunch of things for that moment. No. You know, when, when he wants to take you to a place, and you referenced um, what's in the Law of Recognition yeah. by Dr. Mike Murdoch, yeah. um, I believe in the test. Because yeah. one of the things that God said was, you know, later on he said, I allowed you to hunger mm -hmm. to humble you. But of course, you know, someone may use that, you know, oh, yeah. you know as like a God allowed me to lose my home. Yeah. And the truth is, I mean, if you was in something, you know, flabbergastingly and yeah. you know you couldn't sustain it and god god most likely spoke to you to get rid of it first yeah. god would never have your home get get seized and foreclosed on if it was a home you had um you know from you know you know working for el chapo or whatever sure. you know i mean he doesn't want you to go from you know that big home to a shack yeah. but he most likely spoke to you like look you gave that life up you're not gonna be able to sustain this i need you to flip this flip yeah. this around for a little bit but he when he says like i allowed you to hunger um to humble you it's it's, I, I would not destroy you. The yeah. same way in Haggai, you know, he says, you know, you've, you've, you've labored much, you've toiled much, but you've reaped little because you have a bag with holes in it. That's right. You know, he, he won't pour out a bunch of stuff because if you lose everything, then you've lost your harvest. If you've lost your harvest, you lose your next harvest because your, your harvest breeds your next seed. That's right. 
And it's the same thing that Kenneth Copeland, you know, the Holy Spirit spoke yeah. to him about when he was like, Lord, give me that million dollars. And, and the Lord spoke to him and said, if I give it to you, you'll be in the same exact situation. That's right. And so it's financial stewardship that makes us um, sometimes think yeah. that we were making more in the world yeah. because now God doesn't want you having, you know, wasting that Netflix um, um, monthly subscription at yeah. that moment. That's true. That iTunes one, um, you know, driving so much. Maybe it's, maybe it's not your time to, to pay for every person's bill, which means maybe you have to not go to lunch sometimes because yeah. you also don't want to be a, a prayer project oh, or yeah, a beggar. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like you don't have to. You don't, you know, like Bishop David Oyodepo says, why fake what can be real? You know, you don't need to, you know, pull out your credit card, put yourself in debt to be a blessing to pay for, you know, to pay the $400 mill. Yeah. Either pay your own or, you know, figure out if someone's going to bless you. <laughs> but, but, you know, but despise not your small beginnings. That's right. Just don't stay small. Don't stay small. Yeah. It's not scriptural to stay small. Exactly. It's really not. You know, we always should be growing. We should always, you know, you mentioned stewardship. Uh, and a lot of times when, when men of God take up offerings, they feel like, uh, you know, people automatically, oh, they want money, you know. Oh, that's, it's all about money with them. But realizing it's a test, you know, Mike Murdoch, which I love, I'm believing one day to meet him. Uh, but he says, you know, your giving is proof that you have mastered greed. Your giving is proof that you have mastered, you're giving in time. You're giving and in, in being obedient. You're, you're giving in, in, in time with the Lord. It's proof that you have mastered greed. It's not about me. It's about the Lord. It's about the Lord wants to do through me. And if you would just, you know, yield to the voice of the Holy Ghost, if you just yield to, to understanding the plan that God has for you and just like, you know, take that step of faith, take that step of faith. Mm-hmm. You'll see massive doors begin to open for you. Yes. You know, because that's really what it is. It's, a, it's the working of our faith. It's the working of our relationship. You know, people want to know, how do I get to where you are? I'm not even where I'm close to where I want to. But I'm climbing those steps of, of faith. I'm climbing after God's heart because I want more. I mm-hmm. want to be used more. I want to see good. I want to see more miracles. I want to see more souls. Amen. Amen. It's not about me. Amen. Yeah. Like I said, and they, you want to get in touch on it. Obedience. Yeah. Obedience. Yeah. Because like Obedience. everything we're talking about is obedience. Yeah. The Bible says in, uh, in, in Samuel, 1 Samuel, that obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes. And just like what you were saying with, with David, with David Oyedepo, that quote you just quoted, you know, when you're going out to lunch, you don't need to spend that for God didn't tell you. Why, why are you not being obedient to what God's told you to do? And some people try to push, them, push themselves up. Yeah. You know? Dr. Roddy uh, always talks about, you know, it's when you push yourself up, you're going to have to hold yourself up. But if the Lord places you there, the Lord will do it. You won't have to fight. You won't have to fight. I'm telling you, you know, to somebody watching right now, I'm telling you, if you would just yield, you know, maybe it looks like you're getting punched. Maybe it looks like you're getting jabbed and you're not being really treated fair. No one's really watching you. But I tell you, when God blesses you, you know, uh, Evangelist Teddy said it last night, you the devil can't curse what God has blessed. Yep. I'm telling you, you are a blessed person. Some of you all better look yourself in the mirror right now and say, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. I'm a tither. I'm a sower. I'm a soul winner. I'm a server. I, I'm, I'm favored by God. And what God favors, no man could talk down to. Hallelujah. Yep. You just got to start building your faith a little more. You just need to tell yourself, all right, Lord, you know, write your vision down. Make it plain, the Bible says. Where do you want to be by the end of 2021? Where do you see yourself going? Do you see yourself owning your own business? Well, take a step. 
she, right? I'm, I'm telling you, like, my wife and I did it right before we moved, when, what, what God's called us to do. We literally made a vision board, and we said, all right, Lord, we don't want to miss you. We're going to be obedient to what you want us to give, what you want us to do, where you want us to go, where you want us to preach, right? And so we made a vision board of where we wanted to go. And Lord, and we said to the Lord, if you don't want us to have it, don't give it to us. Mm-hmm. If you don't want us to have it, don't give I don't want, I want to be in the perfect yep. will of God. And that's what it is. And obedience will take you yep. to the perfect will of God. Yes. Obedience will take you to the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. You know, I, I like um, an, another saying that I was taught is another person's salvation is linked to your obedience. Um, or simply put, every yes you give to God <laughs> is linked to someone else's salvation. Carolyn Shuttleworth says, plus your accent is mobbish. Yeah. So be <laughs> That's pretty funny. Hey, listen. Praise God. This, I'm live right now. Yeah. I shouldn't say yeah. anything. This, this, is, this is the kind of church My where wife is laughing right now. If, if, you don't, if you don't give at offering time, you go missing. We got, we got 10 acres of land here. Amen? And the, the ground is really fertile. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Listen, right now, I'm going to do something. If you're watching right now, I'm going to give you an opportunity to sow seed. Everything that you sow, we're actually going to be able to bless my friend Uchenna and we're going to sow a seed into his ministry because what he's doing is important. And what we want to do is we want to be a part of what he's doing. So if, if God is speaking to you right now, sow a seed right now. You could do hashtag donate of right now, wherever you are. You could go on our cash app. Whatever comes in, we're going to bless the man of God and we're going to, to, to bless him because you know, it's important to get behind ministers. It's important to get behind ministers that are winning souls. It's important to sow into good ground. You know, I want more souls. I want, I want to populate heaven. Amen. I'm not going to, to give to somebody that maybe they're not really producing a lot of fruit. You know, I look at people's fruit. I look at people's lives. I see where God is taking them. And I see to myself, I want to be a part of that. So right now, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Do exactly what the Lord says, you know. And I'm telling you, be obedient. Obedient. Be obedient. That's all I'm going to ask people to do. Be obedient. And I'm telling you, your seed does not come back void. Your seed does not come back void. Your harvest will come. And I believe, I really believe that you're watching right now. Maybe you say, I want to get in full-time ministry. You know, my wife, before we moved here, the Lord told me it was actually 21 days of prayer and fast in January. And um, we were listening to Bob Rogers minister in, in, uh, in church in Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, the Lord said, empty your account. And I'm saying to myself, okay, why? You know, I, I, I asked the Lord, and he said, what you have in your account won't take you to where you need to go. Wow, you're right. And so I, I told my wife, and, you know, listen, I made sure my bills were paid. I made sure my rent was paid, you know? So everything was covered. All the extra I had in my account, I wrote a check, and we gave it. The next, the next week again, you know, and this is where the Lord challenges people. The next week again, I, I, I just got, I just came from work, right? Working construction. I got my paycheck in my hand and the Lord says, give me your paycheck. And I'm saying, Lord, I just emptied <laughs> my bank account, you know? But the Lord says, give me your bank account. You trust me. Yeah. And I said, okay, Lord. Okay. And I, 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 I did it. I just signed my, I endorsed it and I put it in, in, the, in the offering bucket. 
You know, and now look at us. My wife and I, we, we, we had enough to buy a house. Praise God. We had enough to come into to this new season of our life in, in Rockford, Illinois. You know, we had more than enough to move. I'm telling you, just that one act of obedience, that one act of obedience opened the door for us. We, now we're here doing a broadcast. We actually have a, a studio. We're not streaming from our, our second guest bedroom, you know. We actually have a place where we can do live things. We have a place where we can minister. We have a place that we're launched from, you know. God opens doors for you that yes. no man can open, but it takes the key of obedience to open it. There it is. You know, when it comes to, you know, you said it earlier, faith, faith pleases God. And so, like, you know, there, I, I've been asked questions sometimes, you know, define faith. And I've been in places where people try to define faith. And everyone kind of gives that simple answer. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. That's the definition of faith. Or someone will say, well, faith without works is dead. Uh, you know, well, Galatians 5, 6 is still in the Bible. The only thing that counts is faith, which works by love. And what did Jesus say? If you love me, yeah. you'll obey my commands. You'll obey my teachings. And so when people ask me, you know, to define faith now, I actually give them a, a very simple answer. Yeah. Faith is holiness. That's good. You know, and someone's like, well, what is holiness? Holy, holiness is simple obedience to God. That's it. Because holiness, God has already set you apart. Yeah. And he's given you very simple instructions to keep yourself holy. Keep yourself yeah. set aside unto him. Obedience is just, uh, you know, obedience is faith. Because the same way, especially if I'm like ministering to youth or people and I'm, getting, I'm starting on faith, I tell them to stand up and sit down. Everyone obeyed me and sat down. But they had because they had faith that the chair would hold them up. They didn't. They didn't care about the the you know who, who engineered it. They didn't care if it was you know Acme Brick Construction yeah. or if it was you know uh, Donald Duck Goofy Goof Disney you know uh, mm-hmm. you know put together. They sat down because they saw four legs and they expected it to work. Amen. And so we've heard Isaiah one nineteen be, be referenced before. You know if you, if if thou be willing and obedient, thou shalt eat the good of the land. Yeah. And uh, I I. I, I I always get as rooted to the word as it is because I, I came to this agreement and this settlement uh, last year where I decided to get every translation of the, the, the further left because I see that we people have gone further right. You know, people have they've wanted to take their mess and make it a message or they wanted to get very passionate. I'm, I'm talking about some translations right now if you sure. haven't picked up on my satire. <laughs> But you uh, want to talk about the amplified? Can we get the camera turned on my wife? Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like, um, you know, I wanted to see. It was like, well, you know, God said it. That settles it, you know, period. And so, you know, I would get as far left or as yeah, far close to word for word in our translations as possible and then go into the Hebrew and the Greek. And in Isaiah 119, I discovered that it was originally written, wow. if, if you will consent and obey. And so I was like, all right, that's interesting. I know that sometimes, you know, the NASB, the NET, they try to like switch their words around yeah. to sound different. But the Holy Spirit showed me that if, in the original Hebrew, there's a difference between the word willing and consent. You see, willing means that you, that you will do it. Consenting means you want to do it. Wow. That's why in Matthew 8, where the leper comes to Jesus and says, you know, Lord, if you're willing, you'll make me clean. And I, and I, I love what the new, because the New Living Translation, actually, they, they get some of the words 
straight word for word in, in a lot of the areas. Yeah. And in the New Living Translation, Jesus says, I want to. Yeah. Because that's what he was saying. He wasn't saying, I can and I will. Yeah. Jesus said, I want to. Yeah. There's a difference between just doing something like, you know, if, if, if you hold the door, if I say, hey, can you hold that door open for me? Yeah. You will hold the door open for me, yeah. even if you don't like me. Yeah. You were willing. Yeah. But, what, but what happens when you see that person run ahead of that elderly person or run ahead of that person carrying something, grabs the door and holds it open? That person wanted to do that. That's right. And so if you want to, and then you obey, then you'll eat the good of the land because that's where the promise is. That's where faith is. That's where the blessing is. God so loved the world that he wanted to give his son. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, well, you know what? My creation messed up and I I really don't feel like starting all over again. You know, people for the (laughs) pre-edemic race people and stuff. Yeah. I really don't feel like starting over again. So you know, word, can you go into a body? Like, can you, can, can, can you bail me out? Like, yeah. God didn't do that. The Almighty, he, he said, no, like, I, I want to. Yeah. The, the lamb slain from the foundation of the earth. Not only did the Almighty want to send the word, the word wanted to. That's because good. they said, let us make man in our own image. That's good. And I'm sure that as they discuss, well, what happens when, what happens when, 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 when Satan, the adversary, makes him fall? The word had already decided. You'll, I will take a body, you will give me a name, and for the joy set before me. Philippians, yeah. the joy set before him, he endured the punishment. Joy, he wanted to. You get a joy out of doing things you want to. That's right. You don't, it, when the anniversary and, 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 and Sarah's birthday comes up, you don't, you don't, you don't text you know, some assistant, hey, here's my credit card number, just go buy something on Amazon Prime and send it. Like, n- no, you go do it because you're like, man, okay, which one do I want to get? Well, what color should it be? You know, okay, uh, like you want to go yeah, and get it for sure. her, Very you know, true. and then you and then you obey by getting it and then you give it to her. That's true. And so that's where obedience brings the blessing. You know, that that's the that's the transition that the Holy Spirit takes you to. Yeah. It's not just doing it. You got people <clears throat> who serve in church today because they've been serving for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're willing to hold the door open. They're willing to be an usher, but they don't want to really anymore. But when someone wants to be there, you got people who go soul winning because, you know, well, that's what we do here. But when it comes on a day where they don't have to, you get few people who who actually do it because you have to want to soul win. You have to want to win souls. You have to want to go and put yourself on the line. Jesus said there's no greater, no greater love than to lay down your life. Jesus wanted to do it. And so, like, when it comes to obedience, as we're talking about for the blessing, you have to want to do these things. And as you want to do it, as you want to give, as you want to win souls, as you want to hold up the man of God's hands. Yeah. Like, like, we went into the tent cities yeah. in South Dallas. We wanted, the, the, like, you know, you people, like, people would do it for a photo op. Yeah, but like, <clears> man, a lot of people do it for photo ops. I, when, you, when you get the, the compassion of God yeah. comes upon you and you want to, I yeah. wanted to hug those people. Yeah. I, I mean, watching, watching grown men weep in the streets, watching a man, as, as Evangelist McKellar is praying for, if you've seen the video, the, his life. the man's on the floor. We, we, we truly believe that if Evangelist McKellar didn't go there by the Holy Ghost, that man died that day. Wow. The man's eyes were, were fading away, stuttering. Like, he, you'll hear him. He has to even pray it, like, I very slow. I watched that and video. then the man sits up, and then the man stands up. You could see life. You could see life, and he's yeah. smiling. Yeah. You know, you have to want to do that because if you if you don't consent, I mean, you're 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 just damming up the the, the flow of the anointing. How do you get to the point where you want to do it? For me, how I got to the point where I wanted to do it was 
Revelation 2. Yeah. Remember the place from whence you have fallen. Yeah. You know, it's not a matter of, you know, you know, being demon possessed or being yeah. on death row. Yeah. You know, period. And I was I was headed to an eternal hell. Yeah. Yeah. I asked that because, you know, sometimes people don't understand why I preach so hard about soul winning. Why I preach so hard about giving. It's not it's not it's not to benefit me. I've, I've seen giving work in my life. I, I, found, I found success in giving. I found success in soul winning. I found blessing. I found favor from God from doing all these things where, where someone told me about it and I actually put action into it. Well, if it works for him. And, you know, I know God doesn't have favorites. You know, what he does for one man, he'll do for another man. Like, I know that, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work this work. And I'm going to see breakthrough. I'm not going to live like I used to live. I'm going to live holy. I'm going to be, I'm going to make myself always ready for the Lord to come. And so I, I asked you that because like pe- people need to get to the point where they said, I'm tired of living like I'm living. I want the more. I want the blessing. I want the favor. You know, you can't pray for favor. You know, someone wants to walk, oh, that's favor. You can't pray for it. Nope. You have to walk in it. You have to be led. You have to be obedient. God tells you to do something, you do it. You don't ask what if, you know, your flesh will argue, right? And then if you do ask, God will give you an answer. But do exactly what needs to be done. And then the same, just like you said, Revelations 2, it changed. You once were there, and now you're out of it. And you see what God has given you. Mm-hmm. You see all the blessing. You see all the blessing. Hallelujah. That's the biggest thing. Hallelujah. You, you know, you, every, every one of us were one bad decision away yeah. from being homeless. I don't care if you grew up in <clears throat> Highland, Highland Park, Texas, if you grew up in Dearborn, Michigan, if you grew yeah. up in Brooklyn, uh, you know, Miami, Florida. Every one of us were one decision away from being mm-hmm. homeless. I mean, especially if you're not saved, you're one DWI away right. from, from a DWI being, in, you know, intoxication manslaughter. Yeah. You're one, you know, you're one bad college frat party away from, right. from a sexual assault charge. That's right. You're, you're, you're one, you're, you're one, you know, scuffed up shoe away from an NFL player killing yeah. you, yeah. you know, at a club. You know, you're, you're, you're one bad decision away from being excommunicated and cut off by your family. Yeah. I mean, my pastor alone cut off by his father for, for the work of the ministry. Yeah. You know, how much more... You know, messing like, like like Peter says. You know, what good is it if you if you suffer persecution for for, for messing up? Yeah. And and because you know it, because you know a, a physical man cut off my pastor and pastor stayed my pastor stayed faithful. God had, like it like it says, exaltation doesn't come from the south, east, or west. Yeah. Exaltation comes from the yeah. Lord. Yeah. And if you will humble yourself, He will exalt you. Right. So how but how, so how much how much less are you exalted if if you you're not humbling yourself under the Lord because yeah. anything you do opposite from God is, is, is actually pride and rebellion, period. Yeah. There's no in-between. And so you're one mistake away from your own parent cutting you off. Done. You know, and, and if that happens, you know, you're, you're, you're one bad job away. You're one bad marriage away. You're, you're, you're one bad thing away from being whoever, you know, you're ministering to. And that's the compassion is like that, that comes upon you. So then... You know, there's that, I remember the place from whence you came and lifted me out of a dunghill. And then the second part that gets added to it, because it's not enough to just like remember, because too many people remember the wretched sinner they were and they get trapped in that. Yeah. The the conduit that's very important, because I preach holiness, holiness and sanctification, because it's important. It's a beautiful thing. 
Holiness is the conduit. It's not enough to run away from something to remember. I not only do I not only do I just remember, it keeps me from getting big-headed sure. when I remember from where he got me. But then what humbles me is it's it's fun to be holy. It's fun to be set apart to Absolutely. God. It's fun to be set. You know how lovely it is that I don't have to think I don't have to worry about immoral thoughts. Yeah, that's true. How fun it is as a as as a as a single yeah. male to not have to worry about pornography while that's I'm true. waiting for my good thing from the Lord and inheriting it from God. That's true. You know how fun it is to 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 not be um you know, worried about what to do on my weekend, who, what snaggletooth, you know, yeah. you know, country yeah. bumpkin I'm waking up next to, yeah. or, or, you know, like, or, or What's what, so funny <laughs> there, <Sarah>? what, <laughs> or what model that like, you know, has, you know, nine different, you know, three lettered, you know, STDs or whatever, like, you know how awesome that, and, and then at the same time, you look at it like a marriage, like, yeah. you know, when, when, you know, when, when you're, when your wife, when someone like tries to like, let's say like someone tries to hit on hit on your wife, and it's just and, and, find and, <laughs> it, it, you know if you're not around, the guy the guy gets to live, but uh, you know the second part is like she gets to be like uh, bye, like you don't know what good thing I it's I'm set a, I'm set apart to Mike, like it, it's fun to be set apart to Mike. That's like that's the same way we should be with God, like 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 why why would I stand at an altar with a woman who would say I love you? And I want you to be faithful to me. I want you to provide for me, take care of me, defend me. But I cannot be faithful to you. I won't. But will you still marry me? I love you. I love you with all my heart. You know, you know my heart. Yeah, I, I'd be a fool to, to, to marry the wrong person. Yeah. And that's the, way I, that's the way people treat God, like with holiness. Well, you know, it's impossible to live holy. Well, then it's impossible to live blessed. It's impossible to live obedient. And obedience brings the blessing. That's and so, so like, it's not, a, so like I said, it's the, what makes me always want to is the fact that, like, I remember from where I was, but I know who I'm set apart to. Yeah. I'm set apart to the Almighty. You know, and you could add to that. You know where you're going. Exactly. You know, you know where you're going. You know it gets better and better. Praise the Lord. Um, listen, I, I feel this right now. If you're watching right now, and if you've never given your life to the Lord, or maybe you said, you know, I've made too many bad decisions. The Lord will never take me back. I want to tell you, today's your turn to turn it around. Today is your time to turn your life around and give your life to Jesus. Give your life to the Lord and Savior. Make Jesus the Lord of Savior of your life. Allow Him to direct you. Allow the Holy Ghost to whisper in your ear. You know, the Bible says the voice of a stranger you will not follow. You've got to need the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of you. That's why we need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. So we get the voice of God inside of us and we know what it sounds like. So I'm gonna, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I want you to pray this prayer with me. And, and believe it, you know, settle it right now. So many people will say, oh, I'm not really sure if I'm going ahead. I'm not really sure, you know. Listen, if you said this prayer and you're living holy, you're living right for God, not in sin. I, I tell people sin is anything displeasing to God. Would you feel that's a... That's 100%. Yeah, right. There's no in between. <laughs> it's like, I think I said it on Monday, yeah. you know. It's righteousness or wickedness. That's right. Wickedness is anything that's not righteousness. So I want you to say this prayer real quick. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me of all my sin. Wash me and cleanse me and set me free. I believe Jesus died for me and he's coming back for me. Say this now. Jesus, come into my heart and show yourself to me. I'm blessed. I'm born again. I'm a child of the King. I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. And if you said that prayer, let us know. Connect with us. 
I want, I want to get some free literature in your hands. Hallelujah. I want to help you. Wherever you are, even if you say, I'm not in this state, I will find the good Holy Ghost, Word of Faith Church that you can get yourself plugged into. Because the people that you surround yourself is, is, the, is huge. You need people to pour into you, to speak life in you, to sharpen you on your walk with Christ. You know, you, you keep people around you. They, it just, just edifies your walk with Christ. Praise God. And if you have not yet sown a seed, do so now. Don't do it that we're telling you to do it. Ask the Lord. Because <clears throat> obedience brings the yeah. blessing. Why don't you pray for people real quick? Just pray that whatever that they're going through, where they need direction. Yeah. You know, maybe they feel like I, I've wronged God or they broke obedience. Just, just pray for them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Father, we thank you that you are faithful and just to forgive and cleanse of all unrighteousness, every ounce of disobedience, every version of laziness, because you are not a man that you should lie. And you said that your covenant loyalty, your mercies are new every morning. You said to Moses that the weightiest thing about your glory was your mercy. And it is you who shows mercy, yes. not by our might, yes, Lord. not by our power, but by the Holy Spirit who makes us holy and declares us to be heirs and sons of God. Father, for anyone right now under the sound of our voice, for anyone watching this live, watching the replay, Father, if there's any area where they have missed it, where self-condemnation has come in, where the accuser of the brethren holds a finger to their face about they're in the position they're in right now because they didn't take a step of obedience. I pray that you would, you would arise and scatter every adversary yes. from their open door of opportunity because the time is not over. You said to redeem the time for the days are evil. Lord, I ask you right now that you said, freely I receive, freely give. And as the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guards my heart and keeps my thoughts quiet and at rest in Christ Jesus, deliver that same peace now in the name of the Lord Jesus. That same fervent spirit that you gave me, as Psalm 119 says, I will run in your commands as you uphold me with your spirit to do so. Give that to every listener now in yes. the name of Jesus. Cause them to think bigger, believe stronger, to move swifter to obey with joy and gladness. As your word says, if we will serve you with joy and gladness, we will spend our days in prosperity and our years in pleasure. As we keep iniquity from our tabernacle and acquaint ourselves with you, you will cause us to lay up gold like dust. Father, I ask you to empower every listener with a free, willing, steadfast spirit to not be blown and tossed aside by the winds and the waves, to not be fixated on the distractions of the word or the world, but to be, but, but to be fully convinced like Abraham was of the assurances of your promise and that you are who you say you are and able to perfect that which concerns them. As they take every step of obedience, Father, I ask that you would give them massive acceleration yes, so that they would begin to see it quickly so that before any doubt can arise, they'll see every provision of blessing for every act of obedience. Every step that they take, do as your word says and enlarge the ground beneath their feet so that their feet will slip not. Yes, Lord. Enlarge their territory because they will not be ashamed. You said that those who trust upon your name shall never be ashamed. And let Isaiah 119 take a true root in their spirit 
to be to be not just to be willing but to desire to obey you, to do what you tell them to do, to go where you tell them to go, to give what you tell them to give, where they would truly consecrate themselves and their days afresh and anew unto you, yes. where we, they truly live in your will and in your word, where there is perfect peace. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to minister to them now. And we ask you to give them a rich blessing that makes rich and adds no sorrow to it for their every act of obedience. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let them know how they can find you. Yeah, so... Um, Give yourself a plug. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, the TikTok is on the, the, TikTok, uh, is on the way. You have a TikTok guy? Not yet. I have a lot of content to put out there, but I just can't. I just... I need, I, I, need, I, need a, I need a media person. You need a media person. But uh, always you can find me. You can find me by my name. Um, if you know me as Brandon... Uh, you're not going to find me as Brandon, so you have to find me as Uchenna, U-C-H-E-N-N-A. But yeah, Facebook, Instagram, um, my Cash App and Venmo is the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah I and mean, you can find me. Those are the two most active places that I am, Facebook and uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, so yeah, Praise the you Lord. can see my comments here in the in the thread as I was um, telling my friend Brandon Galambos that uh, I had to settle for chops because I can't grow a full beard like my brother Mike here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so if you ever notice, sometimes I'll make uh, I'll make bit emojis where I have a full face, so that you know, so that I can so that I can fake what can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope this broadcast blessed you guys. Listen from our studio to your mobile device. We love you. God bless you. And stay tuned. We'll be back later this week. Um, and my wife is going to probably be back later this week to to uh, drop an announcement. Big announcement. What's that? Yeah. Big announcement. Big Huge. Just talk loud. You have a mic over there? Can I throw you this mic? I'll... No? Can I throw this mic? It probably sounds really bad. You, you did good. Big announcement. Huge announcement. And she's not, not pregnant. Not pregnant. <laughs> that, you know, that's what everyone automatically... Oh, ladies, make an announcement. <laughs> Listen, people. At the right time. Just mm-hmm. chill with me. From our studio to your, to your mobile device. We love you. God bless you. See you next time. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.